Hey everybody, before the show begins, this is AJ and Blake here at the top of the recording for a very special announcement. You see, we here at Spiritual Successor Games, we got we got some big news around here, right? We're a little bit late on it. We've been we've been doing the show for God, Blake. How how many episodes has it been now? This is been this is episode one hundred, the big one hundred. One hundred hours of you and I sitting and dicking around for hundred hours. I don't even know how many games that is. So it's like it has to be at least like we talk about. I would hope it's a hundred games. I no. hope that we are able to hit like one an episode. Well, I mean, of course we hit one an episode, but like we've also like discussed a bunch of other games in that time but either way so this is episode 100 and we were like all right we got to do something fucking big and aj said this before recording us doing something big is making a delivery on a promise we made four months ago (laughs) yeah baby hey we're doing great (laughs) so if so we decided to do some really big <laughs> news, and that is make good on our dues. So, thanks to all of you lovely listeners, about three months ago, we hit a huge benchmark, and that was getting enough money through all of you to open up our own merch store. And after an extra little bit of undetermined amount of time that I don't really want to do the math because it makes me feel bad, we finally got there. We now have a merch store. If you want a sweet shirt, want a sweet hat, you want some stickers, they're all there. But you know what? That's just the side of it. That's not the That's most just the important side. Thing. That's not even the big thing about this. Like, oh, look at the suck boys. They're finally doing the thing that was owed. No, 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 no. We give more. So the thing that we we wanted to do to celebrate. We don't stop at keeping our promises. We go beyond. <laughs> so um, serious thing. Um, we decided that it was would be super fucking cool to use this little this little modicum of kind of this circle of influence we have been so grateful to have built and you know you lovely audience every piece of merch we sell within this next month is going to be going to charity and it's going to be a charity for disabled gamers um the charity is in the link in the description it's called the able gamers charity but it's a um you can read up on them it's a wonderful charity they are a charity dedicated to getting controllers specialized controllers and other devices and events built for special needs people um, where they can get together and game. And that's like super fucking awesome and super wonderful. And we thought we wanted to go the extra mile. So like any profit we make from this, um, from this next month is going directly to charity. We're really excited and really happy we get to do this thing. And we're so grateful for our patrons for helping us reach that goal. Thank you for being patient. We understand it took forever. Um, but hey, that those designs need some spice. They needed some spice. They needed that time, you know. It, they needed time to incubate. They, <laughs> we needed to take our time to take the logo that we had for two years and turn that into a T-shirt. Also, <laughs> also one of the shirts we have just says "suck" on it a bunch of times. We so. do have one specialty design, which is super cool. I do recommend that you all check that out. So, like Blake said, the link to the charity Able Gamers as well as a link to our merch store will both be in the description down below, and they will be part of those descriptions for the next month. With that being said, let's go ahead and get onto the show. Hello, 
everybody, and welcome to Spiritual Successor. I know, AJ, you were about to say it, but I cut you off because I'm first. I'm the f AJ, I beat you to 100. Eat it. Oh, eat you it, beat eat me to 100. Oh, man, I was still stuck over there in 99. I was like, yeah. you know, I was kicking it back in episode 99, and me yeah. and the audience were having a good you time. <laughs> you but... and Rufio were hanging out. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, me and Rufio, I talked to him. We had an all right time over there in Rufio week, but I think I'm ready to put a close on Rufio week. You don't, you're ready to put a I close? Think oh, really, now really, quickly, really, really quickly, really quickly, really quickly, for those that are new here, we are a comedy video game design podcast where we take your lovely video game ideas from the internet and turn them into the next AAA video games. Been doing that for about 100 games. We've got a good backlog now. So uh, jump in, check it out. We got some good laughs in there. AJ, what are your thoughts yeah, on Rufio Week? Yeah, this is your first episode. Stop, go back, listen to all other 100 because we're not – there's a lot of required reading and we're – at this point, episode 100, there's enough lore here that like we're not going to touch base on everything ever again. What do you say lore? What do you mean? Like spiritual You know, like lore. history. Like I'm never going to talk about – there was a game – see, I, I, I can't. I was about to reference it, but like the people out listening, they know what game I was about to reference because they've been here for the last 100 episodes uh, and they know that stuff. Uh, but I'm not going to reference it. Uh, if you want to know what I was going to reference, I hope you listen to all 100 episodes because it's pretty uh, obvious which game I was going to reference right there. See, I like that. It's a little treasure hunt. You know, you gotta you gotta go back and listen to all the episodes, and then you come back to this episode, being like, I don't know what the fuck I was supposed to exactly. Be looking for. I'm I'm just, on some one ninety nine episodes. Shit, of... people that have been here the whole time will recognize things and be like, oh, oh, and fuck. it's really gonna be incredible for those for the fabled few. <laughs> well, okay. Outside now, of that. Blake, it's been a long week for me, yeah. right? I put, I'm put, i here now. I put the kibosh uh -huh. on Rufio week. But more mm -hmm. importantly, since the last time I talked, <laughs> I've been on a grand journey. Yeah? I've been through six different states in the last week. Not Whoa, an exaggeration. Fuck. That many? I thought you flew. I didn't know that you, like, you drove. No, I drove. So oh, I'm, shit. Like okay. I mentioned last week, I was part of the Overland Adventure for Four Wheeler Magazine. Uh, me and my father drove out there. And they were doing – they needed to get a bunch of overlanding, like, uh, tent car things. An overlander an overlander is like a tent that's strapped to the hood of your car. That way, wherever you can drive your car to, you can fold out the tent and you can sleep right there. It's a super dope way to go out, at, like, out, outdoorsing, outdoorsying, camping, whatever. Uh -huh. Uh -huh. So I went out on a road trip with my dad that took us through Utah, Arizona, Nevada. On our way back, we hit California. And, of course, we're, I live up here in Oregon. So been on a bit of a tour de force. One small problem about the overlanding adventure. Yeah. On day zero, our car broke down. Oh, no. So you were just, like, stuck out in the desert? Yeah. So we drove all the way out to Utah, and we were like, all right, time to get our overlanding adventure on. And then our car broke down, and we were no longer able to drive it, so we were not able to go on the big overlanding adventure for the magazine. Oh, no. So what'd you do? What'd you, your, your dad do and just bumfuck nowhere Utah? Well, not, the first I mean, night, in Utah, but like, the first I night we took nowhere. full advantage. No. Okay. So that's what's wild. There was a town we were in. The whole thing started in a town called Page, Arizona. So uh -huh. sorry. I was in Arizona, not Utah when we started. Um, okay. I looked it up. I looked up things to do in Page and it was like, number one, go for a kayak ride. 
Number two, hike. Number three, leave Page, Arizona, and go to Utah. (laughs) (laughs) So I thought we were going to be stuck here. Uh, The first night, cars broke down. Again, overlanding is a tent strapped to the top of the car. We just slept where it was broken down. The next day, however, somebody that was part of that trip was like, hey, I have a big canopy, and I have two seats in my car. Why don't you bring an air mattress? You can camp under the stars and you'll just come along for the four-day camping trip. Fuck, that sounds so nice. It was incredible, dude. I felt like I was in summer camp. So me and my dad met this new guy. His name is Lance. And we just hung out for him for like four days. We were just in his car, off-roading with him as they like drove spot to spot taking photos of the cars because all these cars were invited to this trip, were Mm -hmm. fed for two meals, and then they just take pictures of all of our cars so that they can throw them into the magazine. Whoa, that's cool. Yeah, no, it, it was super cool. My dad's car should still get a full spread in the magazine, but I don't think that we're going to be part of their video content. But, hey, check out Four Wheeler Mag on Instagram. Maybe you'll see be, me and my dad. It would be hard to be part of the video content when your car is not moving, I would imagine. Well, yeah, but the idea that there were two dudes that their car broke down and they just got dragged along by the group is a very good story. God, that's so cool. That must have been an awesome like little bonding experience with your pop. Oh, it was incredible. Like, it was a super big bummer the first night, but the rest of the night, like, like I said, like, we were just, like, camping under the stars and hanging out with random strangers. It was a good time. Aw, that's wholesome. That's wholesome as hell, dude. I'm so happy for you. What did you do during Rufio week, Blake? Because I feel like Uh I really lived in the Rufio (laughs) experience out there overlanding, camping under the stars, bonding with my father. I had three birthdays this past week that I had to do. Um, All for you? Holy shit, not, dog. How not, old are you now? I'm, I'm 28. Um, Damn. I went from 25 to 28. I went from like feeling like my life is, I have so much ahead of my life and so many things to plan for to feeling like I'm so far behind on my life within the matter of a week. And that was really, really stressful. No, outside of that. So I, it was like my grandmother, it was my grand, it was my mom's my brother's and my grandmother's birthday this past week. So it was just like a bunch of birthday dinners. But what was so fucking cool was I actually went out to this small town on yesterday. Or like, actually, we're recording on Monday. Wow. I like for it, we're, we're off schedule recording right now. Um, I went to this town in uh, the Mojave called Tehachapi. And it was just this one street town, and we just spent the whole day there. I went from like I went to a ranch and I pet some ponies, which is so cool. I've never pet a pony before. And then we went to a, just like a the we superior just, like, version of the horse. Which <laughs> the superior. <laughs> then we went to just a, a, like I I love antique shopping. I think that's just there's something very fun about. There's that. Like something so nice about going into a store that you know you're not going to buy anything out of, and you just look <laughs> at all their chotsky. I totally yeah. get it. Well, it was just like it was. It was so weird to see. Like, it, it, one of the big things there um, was it was a lot of it was like Western themed stuff. So I would walk into a store and it just had like a bunch of books from like the early 1900s about like frontier adventuring. And I'm like, I'm imagining. I'm like, I look at you. Know, <laughs> this is my first thought upon looking at those books. I'm like, wow, the uh, art for the cover is is good. I bet you there's some problematic elements in that book. So I just kept walking because I feel like that's how a lot of old westy books are. But then you would like turn the corner and there are these these beautiful like iron glass like um, 
just it's like serving sets that are like these beautiful like emerald green and then i'd be just walking and like i was be going up the street and there's just a line dancing event going on and just like they're playing country did you learn to line dance or were you too scared I didn't go. I didn't go and line dance. I was actually across the street, sitting on my ass, eating an ostrich burger, watching people line dance. Okay. So, <laughs> uh, by the way, ostrich burger not too good. So I, I partied, uh, partied it up a little bit on Rufio week. It was, it was pretty nice, very relaxing. Outside that, I got re-addicted to Warhammer, which I know. Uh, over these 100 episodes or so, I have gotten many a call out on my Warhammer addiction. <laughs> so, but I'm back in it, baby. Um, Welcome back. I'm sure that, you know, Papa Warhammer missed you. He missed your Dolores for Age certain. Of, Age of Sigmar, the new edition's dropping. You and me, bro, We get. let's get to Warhammer. You already have a crippling magic addiction. What's the second one? What's the second gaming addiction that you I'm crippled get? enough with the magic addiction, dog. <laughs> yeah, you're on like, I'm. man, if I get these signals, uh, you you're on that singles game now, aren't you? Yeah, I started buying singles. So right before, like right before Rufio week started, I went to a card shop and I bought singles for the first time. I spent like $40 on my deck building Jesus. a really cool uh, Karlov commander deck. It's going great. I mean, that's not as bad as our buddy Lucy. She spent like a few hundred dollars on her on her deck over. I mean, but that's over the course of like. What, yeah, that's been over the course years? of. Yeah, no, I know she has a deck that's like somewhere like five hundred dollars total. But Jesus again, that's like Christ. over time. Hey, you know what's crazy is that's still on the lower end of like a capital T, like a capital C competitive commander deck. Uh, well, that's like a basic Warhammer army. See, AJ, you get this all circles back to Warhammer, man. If you if you get there, that's five hundred dollars you can spend on a sweet Stormcast Eternal army. That or like, I feel like you'd be an orc guy. Like you, you'd, you'd like the, uh, the, uh, what are they called? The, the war boys. They have this sweet, like, uh, hot rod armor on them. I, yeah. I, the bitch. orcs are all kit bashed out, which is super cool. Hey Blake. Yeah. What's up? I don't oh, yeah, want to talk about Warhammer oh, yeah, or Magic the Gathering or off-roading or your, or the little town. I don't want to talk about any of that stuff. Yeah. Yeah. I want to talk about bad video games Are now. we here to I do I think something? I'm. I'm good talking are, about are literally sure? anything other than video game ideas. Are you, are, you, are you sure? I feel like what would be classier than our 100th episode being not no at all. No games? What people, like, what if we yeah. just did no games this week? <laughs> just has nothing to do with what we've done for the past 99 episodes. It's just you and me dicking around, catching up, being friends. Um, no, no I don't think Rufio no. Week was that eventful for me, <laughs> tragically. <laughs> Yeah. Hey, Blake, how about you hit me with a video game submission to kick off this show? You want me to go first? Okay, all right. This one yeah. comes to us on Twitter from Mick Buzzer at Mick Buzzer. A spooky, scary horror game, but you have Jack Black running around having a blast doing Jack Black things with you <laughs> at all times. See, I like the idea of Jack Black being comedic relief in a horror situation, but... What if Jack Black was the thing hunting you, uh, Slenderman style? I'm trying to figure out what would be more effective, where it's like, would you, if we could turn Jack Black into this comedic horror entity as they are chasing you, you can't help but laugh, but also be fucking terrified of him. So I'm wondering, AJ, you're in a school, it's dark, it's after hours, lights are off, but you know, you see a shadow come over the corner, 
but it's like it's colorful. It's like teal, and it has a red cape. And then suddenly, from the shadows, I was about Jack- to ask you who the what the scariest Jack Black performance is, and I knew your dumbass was gonna say Nacho Libre. <laughs> Is that not like I feel like that's one of his like more serious slash comedic performances? Yes, there's School of Rock, but does he wear a fucking sweet mask and latex in that? No, he do- actually wears spandex. Latex is a completely different thing. I mean, you're thing. right. Like Nacho Libre is the only Jack Black like role that I can see myself being like concerned about being near me. Right? Like if I see <laughs> Kung Fu Panda, whatever, it's a big panda. It ain't gonna hurt me. Uh-huh. I see the school of rock teacher. Hey, that's a that's a friend right there. You'll you'll grab a beer see, with him. If I see him as R.L. Stein's Goosebumps, the Mr. Goosebump himself, that's oh, just that's a weird right. kooky Willy Wonka type <laughs> motherfucker. The only role Mr. Jack Black Goosebump has ever himself. done where I think to myself, well that guy could really do some harm to me is him as a professional wrestler. Wait, we're onto something here though, AJ. I has like WWE or actually no WWE is played with horror themes because they have shit like the undertaker but is there has there ever been like a horror movie where the monster is like a a, a fucking uh I'm sorry what uh what is the what is the term for the Mexican wrestlers there's a specific term for them a luchador a luchador has there ever been a horror story starring a luchador hey more concerningly has Jack Black ever played a bad guy uh, I feel like he ha- Hold on. I have to... Jack Black evil character. Uh, uh... Doesn't... I, I doesn't look like it. He's always been kind of that comedic fun guy. Jack Black was in Demolition Man? What? I just okay. You're looking what? at the same article I am right now from Uproxx Media. Jack Black played a bully in a lot of movies. You probably forgot he was in. He was apparently in a commercial, or he was apparently in Demolition Man. He was apparently in Never Ending Story three as a bully. He apparently was in the X Files as a bully. Yeah, he was in the X Files. He was also in Waterworld, dude. He's a fucking Waterworld. <laughs> Oh my god. Okay, 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 okay. So Okay, so do what we... do we need to do to Jack Black to make him villainous? I, let's let's start there. If we want to turn Jack eyebrows. Black into a villain. Sharper uh-huh. eye See, that is you're wrong though. Because if uh-huh. I see Jack Black with like sharp angry eyebrows, I'm going to think to myself, "Hey, look. It's the dude from Tenacious D." <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's well, that's right. He does have like, a, like weirdly like sh- like manic not manicured. Man, man, boards are hard today. Trimmed eyebrows. Fuck God! Why are words so hard? Why Jack am I Black a word is medium? Simply shaped like a friend. Uh, there's <laughs> nothing you could do to make. Well, that's me why you put. A, that's why him. you put a mask on him. Like well, what you've done okay. is you've you've tried to hide that he's Jack Black from me. And at that point, why is it Jack Black trying to murder me? No, 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 no. Actually, here's the thing. Here's the thing. Actually, let's use dead by not dead by daylight. Um. Actually, is it dead? No, it's not dead by daylight. What's the one where you're like, it's the asymmetrical game where it's like the one person's the murderer and the other person's like, and then there's four survivors. You had it. That's dead by daylight. That's dead by daylight? Okay. So imagine, I feel like Jack Black is very similar to the that that Korean pop boy person. It is He's just a, so hot, it's hard to find him scary. 
that's but that's the aesthetic they're going for there it's like you it is a person that is like not horror being a horrific thing and i feel jack black can do that well it's jack black is like one step away from be like one knife and a blood covered face away from being like this weird villain who's like makes you laugh but is also extremely uncomfortable and I yeah feel like you, you could... know what it is it's jack black okay you're right jack black normally doesn't have he isn't very scary but i think mm-hmm. that if very quickly i think that what you can do is you can push jack black into a creepy pasta vibe you know what i mean uh... like jack like hear me out Jack Black has the same energy as Bugs Bunny in that I look at them and I see a friend. But if you were to take it, make the eyes black, throw blood over it, and then Photoshop a knife into their hand, now I'm like, "Uh uh-oh, that should be a friend. You know, honestly, I look at Jack Black and I feel like he could be everything Jared Leto wanted the Joker to be. Like, 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 Jack Black's the Joker. Yeah, a kooky, because that's what he was going for. He was trying to go for this, like, unpredictable, like, but also charismatic sort of character, but he was just too much of an edgelord and a piece of shit in real life to pursue that role. Jack Black's the Joker would fuck so hard, dude. But actually, we've kind of already gotten that, though, because they did that with Jack Nicholson, who was kind of like that kind of charismatic fun like hearty laughs no, but jack Joker. nicholson is like jack nicholson's the guy that you think of for like the hotel murder thing where he chases the shining, his wife yeah. with a bat yeah and then his yeah, kid yeah, yeah, yeah. wow his kid must have been really fast on that tricycle if he was able to outrun a full-grown man huh there is anyway. no secrets of there is no secrets of him running away on a tricycle you have clearly not seen the shining the Does only the good not the only on good tricycle I'm no, he's going down the hallway on the tricycle, and that's where he runs into the twin girls, and they give him the vision of like the elevator uh, escaping with all the blood. No, it, that he is never running away on the tricycle. Uh, that's okay. <laughs> that's very anyway, funny though. That anyway, you, when I think of Jack Nicholson, I think of a bad guy. But you're uh, right, a Jack Black Joker thing could work. Okay, so Jack Black is our murderer. We photoshopped uh-huh. him to have black eyeballs. He's got blood covering him, and he has a big knife. He probably doesn't say Shamoun. As much as we normally affiliate with Jack Black. Coward, he would still say it. He would still say it. I think he would say it when he's stabbing somebody. Yeah, as he escapes the shadows and goes to kill somebody. That's what he fucking screams. (laughs) So, also... What is, is the is, game here? Is it is it a Slenderman type haunted house and Jack Black is there with a knife? Yeah. You got to collect all the Tenacious D albums uh, before Jack Black gets you. So you have to collect eight. It's the eight pages system where you got to collect. <laughs> okay. You got to collect. Uh, actually, there's two things we can do here. Actually, you know, be really fucking cool. Um, this is each. Okay. Each level is a different Jack Black movie, but, and you have to collect eight things in each of those areas. So like the first level is going to be um it's going to be a concert hall that where Tenacious D was going to be playing. You have to collect those 8 albums in that concert hall. As you collect more of those albums, more crazy shit happens, standard standard horror collectathon affair. But then as soon as you beat that, guess what? You got to go to a different Jack Black movie. Now you're in the now you're in the martial arts temple from Kung Fu Panda. You got a bloody panda coming after you doing <laughs> doing the classic Jack Black Jack Black laughs. Um, and then another level is fucking Venice Beach because he was in the humans vid- uh, music video with gorillas, which was like a great music video, by the way. But I'm, I'm, I, I can't help but creep, be creeped okay. out by him. We're speaking about like when is Jack Black creepy? He's a little bit creepy in that music video because he's just like popping into frame, shaking his head, looking at you and grinning slightly. It's a little bit it's a little bit unsettling, but still very cool. As okay. you're saying. 
Yes. So as you're saying. The, could you hit me with the submission one more time? Sorry, I just needed to get on board with the idea of us creating Jack Black as a villain. What is the submission okay. one more spoo- time? This one comes to us from Mick Buzzer. A spooky horror game, but you have Jack Black running around and having a blast doing Jack Black things with you at all times. I feel we can still keep to that submission. Yeah, no, Jack, Jack Black, Black can do you. Jack Black things at me. Like, yeah. v- hyper-aggressively, you know? <laughs> The idea of Jack Black doing those funny TikTok sexy dances, but he has a knife in his hand? Immediately more uncomfortable. (laughs) I want to move on. Hey, AJ, um, um, do you have a submission for me? Yeah, let let me grab a submission. This comes from Deacon's Tot on Twitter, at Deacon's Tot underscore dev. Gamify a food delivery service. Along with the lo- along the lines of DoorDash and Postmates, bonus points if your success in the game affects whether or not you get your order and in what time frame. So are you know we what the, the problem is with mm-hmm. games like um, PUBG? Mm-hmm. People say winner winner chicken dinner. Mm-hmm. But has anybody ever actually gotten a chicken dinner out of that? Has gotten a, ch- a chicken dinner delivered to them? Yeah, I believe they did like a, a big contest and the winner of it did get a chicken dinner shipped to them. See, it sucks that it was just a one-time contest. Mm-hmm. Here, AJ, let me hit you Let me hit you with something. I, 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 I like the submission, but you know what's on the rise right now? Um, self-driving cars. What uh-huh. if you created a game like, what was that Dorito Dash? That was the thing where you're playing the T-Rex that has to get around, collect Doritos across the city. <laughs> What if what if you getting your food became a remote controlled car situation where you got to be able to drive your car? Um, if your internet connection sucks, guess what? You're going to be working on a delay here. So, SOL. so what you were about to propose is the idea that you and you gotta, I both yeah. you and I both order Uber or DoorDash. Yeah. We're both yeah, like, yeah, yeah. oh, you know what? I could use some. I could use a nice Sammy from the Carving Board, which is the greatest place to get a sandwich from in all of California. Bullshit. We're, we're both ordering Taco Bell with Baja Blast because we gotta get we gotta do our chasers, dude. It's a it's a nice Friday. Actually, it's it's a Monday night right now. Uh, no, keep, keep with me on the carving board because I want it. I uh, want the steaks. These are the best be sandwiches classy? in California. Period. Uh, okay, okay. You and I both order it. We're sitting mm-hmm. at different places. You live where you live. I live where I live. We we order this thing and DoorDash says, "Uh oh, matchmaking in queue. Match found." We now have to compete to drive this car to get it to where we are. So are you saying we're both controlling this car? We're both controlling the same car. So it's like a tug of war, basically, where we're both yes. doing this. So who's going to get delivered first? Well, I mean, that would imply that both of our food is on this car. So is that yes. like you just yes, don't? Yes, yes, yes. When you select where you want to order from, it starts doing matchmaking. And it will oh, matchmake holy fuck. until somebody H-H-H-H-H-H-H-H. else orders from the place. Which means that second. if you get the car to you, you get both meals. Oh, my God. And you have to pay for it. So whoever no, 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 loses. No. You pay no. at the beginning. You pay to buy in. Uh-huh. uh-huh. From there... If you lose, you just don't get your food and you lost your money, but I only paid for my food and I got yours. Nah, AJ, you know what tastes sweeter than food that's been delivered to my house? 
food that's been delivered to my house and that some other sucker had to pay for it for me. So here's the thing. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. I, you don't have to pay until it gets delivered to your house, uh, until a winner is selected. So ba- you and I both ordered carving board. I ordered some delicious buffalo mac and cheese um, sourdough bread sandwiches with kettle chips on and the side. And I ordered their bohemian sandwich, a thing I have fantasized about weekly since I moved f- away from L.A. Yeah, God, boring sandwich. Boor- food. Boor- boring sandwich. Boring sandwich. So here's the thing. So the moment we both put in our orders, you and uh-huh. I get put into this game. Or of whatever, and as we score points, it'll basically as the car is going forward, we'll take we'll turn its direction towards one of us. So like, yes, say if I so, if, if yeah. whatever the match is, let's say like, let's say it's a game of pong, and we'll find out what the actual game is. It's a game of yeah. pong. I mm-hmm. score a point on you. I get to make the next turn. Uh... You score a point on me. You make the next turn. Yes. See, what's so fucked up about this is if you're losing, it's going to become, it just gets exponentially harder because it's got to go. So, like, if you and I are in opposite directions and it's like two thirds of the way towards you, it's going to take so much time and energy for it to get closer to me because that's exactly. Like, yeah. If that we're doing like the middle point, it's like, it's but that two means steps I might just start playing me. sloppier, right? If I think that I've got uh... this in the bag, I'm going to, I'm going to play it a little bit sloppier. I'm going to play with one hand instead of two. Like, I'm just going to, I got this in the bag. Oh my God. I actually, I wonder if this could, (laughs) like, I I don't necessarily see this thing happening for real, but part of me wonders if there is going to be something with, with automated deliveries like this on who gets preferenced, who gets their delivery first. Because I'm imagining, like, the The real gamers get their food prioritized first, Blake. That's what this is, is like, it's a gambling competition to get the food and the grub what is the mm. game though like let, let's look could, at some like pong is a fine placeholder could, could you could you do a racing game and depending on how you like who passes each other in the first like as the laps go on could that dictate who gets the race like, car game feels too obvious is my mm. big concern mm-hmm, mm-hmm. uh we could do a bubble bobble just classic is that bubble what it's called? Bubble thing. I almost wonder if we could try to find something a little bit, you know, something that's really big these days. AJ, I don't want to do a fighting game because I would lose every single time if you and I were playing this game competing for our Taco Bell food. A I would buy you carving game. board every fucking what if it time. Was, what if it was a fighting game like Jump Kick? Something like really simple, <laughs> like a one-hit thing. Like it's all about the Yomi. It's all about who happens to the get one up on the other. Yomi like is I'm, like... It's like a term for uh, it's not it's kind of like umami. It's the seventh secret flavor. Um, it's like the what? mind games that are played in fighting games. Uh, footsie. Oh, when people are playing a lot of okay. footsie in fighting games, they're dealing with yomi. They're trying to predict what the other one's gonna do. Right. AJ, you and I have played a couple fighting games. You and I have never done footsie, and um, I'm happy we haven't. It's because uh, I don't I need don't... to. <laughs> oh, you don't. Oh, because you just win right out the gate. I've beaten you maybe once. I've won a round. Thank you very of what? much. Uh, I think, I don't know, some fucking dumb fight. That's of what smash. I thought. Don't of, try to of... r- lie. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm wondering, it, that actually brings up a good point. What if this is, we've been thinking, we're thinking small game here, AJ. It's just one versus one. What happens when like fucking multiple people are on this delivery truck? 
you get a fucking feast if you win, AJ. Oh, it's gonna the, be a real family dinner. Yeah, the the Taco Bell orders is where like we're gonna be raking in the big meals, right? Like oh carving God. board. That's a carving board. That's some like high octane one v one energy. But if I want a big meal. I'm going to order from Taco Bell. I'm going to get five Baja Blasts out of it, but I got to beat 12 people. So how? So you're right. It needs to be a game that we expect can have more than two players. It can't be just like a 1v1 jump kick type game. Mm-hmm. I wonder, God, I wonder if there is going to be people out there playing this game that just subsist by playing this game. Because, like, they get so fucking good, they just never have to pay for food anymore. Oh, they're they'll, just, be so, they'll, they'll be so well-fed from beating everybody gonna, at the game. Yeah, they're just going to beat is the, the shit game? out of people. Blake, can uh, we yeah. dig around our submissions and see if we can't find a game for this? Uh, it's, it's a uh, fighting game. It's like a person you you fucking beat. I I don't know, AJ. Like I think we I think we got it. Where it's like if depending on the you think round, it is just like a jump how- kick type of game, and you maybe we like make the maps out bigger and bigger like a Smash Brothers, and so you can beat more than one person. Yeah, and you know what could we could do too is that it could be dictated by the meal. If you're be, if you're doing a fast food thing, I wonder if it's like a barroom brawl where it's like there's a bunch of little objects that you can throw at each other. But if you're ordering something maybe a little bit more elegant like Olive Garden, I know that's not elegant, but I can't think of any other fancy places right now. Actually, I just realized we have a lot of people in Europe. Is Olive Garden an international like food thing? It's cheap Italian food. It's I it, that's that's all it really is, and they have a bunch of breadsticks. So I'm wondering if you could do a thing where it becomes like you're having a fight on top of a balcony, a candlelit balcony or something like that um and could it yeah different different food services will strike deals with us and they'll get special maps and things you know Mm -hmm. some places will even like like taco bell will market itself or mcdonald's will be like we're the fastest fast food fighter out there and like Mm -hmm. matches for them the movement speed is turned up so that if someone's really good they can clear house and get that free meal in like three minutes if they're good about it jesus all right all right I, I think that's a rough game, right? Do you want to go to a new another game? Just kind of like because we got we're getting towards the end of the episode, and we got to start bursting through. Yeah, let, let's go ahead and hunt down another game idea. Okay, this one comes to. <laughs> this one comes from. Oh, you um, got one. Uh, did I give? I thought I gave the last game. Do you? You wanna... gave the last two, I believe. Even let me hit oh, you no. with this one. This comes okay, from Lucina at Counterpoint. Yugi Go, an augmented reality game where you play as a t- trading card game duelist hunting for cards. The catch is you have to du- duel other duelists that you can run into for the right to claim the cards you find. So is this like Pokemon Go? But as soon as you show up and are looking for the same thing, you kind of have to duke it out. You do have to duke it out with people, yes. Mm-hmm. But so, I, what I'm more interested in is the collectathon element of it. You know, right? Mm-hmm. Like Pokemon Go, their whole gimmick is like, oh, you do lots of walking and you'll get little goodies, and we're gonna spawn all sorts of little monsters all over the place. I want this thing to be like, hey, they dropped the left arm of Exodia in New York City, so we're gonna be doing like a whole big party to get up there to grab a, us that left arm. Oh my god, so you're doing like, it's just basically becomes a road trip situation? Yes, so I was talking earlier about like, I've been playing, I've been playing Magic the Gathering, and they're like, the reason why Magic the Gathering can have so many, like, so much money thrown to this 
stupid game where people purchase cardboard is because like <laughs> the cards are limited prints, right? There's yeah, only exclusive. a there's a finite number of these little pieces of paper. Mm-hmm. So what if we did that on one of those walking traveling games? <laughs> It's Yu-Gi-Oh, but they're all NFTs. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Yes, it is. It is a. It is a mobile like, go, like capital G O game. So, Yu-Gi-Oh, and so, all, every card is an NFT. Oh, they cannot be traded. No. You have to oh. beat whoever else shows up there. Oh my god, so an NFT fucking spawns and you have to But here's the thing though. AJ. This isn't you know what this isn't even like Yu-Gi-Oh! A better example would be Shaolin Showdown. Oh fuck, that's kinda cool. So for those that don't yeah. remember Shaolin Showdown, it was a similar it was How this gimmick where there's a bunch of magical items out there in the world. And if you yep. grab hold of a magical item, it's yours. But if two people grab hold of the magical item at one time, they have to be partaken in a Shaolin Showdown, where they use their magical items to fight each other, and the winner gets to keep the magical item that they both touched. So this Yugi Go game would be a thing where we have a finite number of magic Yu-Gi-Oh cards that are propagated in the world trading them is incredibly difficult and you will need to use a uh, like a premium currency to do trading and people will have to go on hikes to get the cool the cool cards AJ okay I have it I have it I have it this is how we make it feel like an actual hunt to do it I don't know how familiar you are with this, but did, did you follow any of the Kikeda 2020-09, or I forget the, the the numbering at the end of it. Did you follow any of that? I don't think so. So this was like a internet mystery thing, but what they did was, and I want to do the same, is around the world there were just posters posted up with QR codes on them, and that's how you would begin a certain phase of that mystery it was like it was you had to like go through do a bunch of cryptography and other puzzle solving things um that's how it, that's our shaolin showdown item so if two people show up and find this qr code which is hidden like a freaking um geocache it's hidden if two people find it at the same time they gotta come they gotta duel with their existing cards for that item so of course like when you log into the game for the first time you're going to get a bunch of commons that you can build a basic deck so you have something to compete with but then you get to go out and do the hunt like a geocache i don't know if you've ever been geocaching yes 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 one of the fucking this is this isn't just like a pay to play game this is Mm -hmm. also a or a pay to win game this is a hike to win game like if you were good about it and you've been paying attention like like, you know, Pokemon does that stupid thing where they're like, oh, come do the raids to get a legendary Pokemon, but I sure do hope that you showed up with eight other people. Like, no, 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 no. This is my hiking game. I want Blue Eyes White Dragon. I'm going to go there alone and hope that no one else shows up. And Ooh. if someone else did show up, then I'm going to kick their dumb idiot ass in this card game and take my Blue Eyes White Dragon home. But it's hidden. Actually, here's the thing, though. How common do you think it would it would be for people to run into other people when a QR code? Incredibly thing common when we know that the cards are super rare. Mm, do you think people will like hunt for it? Actually, I could see that happening. Where it'd be like, hey, they're in somewhere at the Lincoln Memorial in Washington D.C. There is a QR code 
hidden there. I could picture a bunch of people flocking there, and the moment somebody finds it, I wonder if there's a fucking window too, where it's not like yes, they have to there touch would be it. It's a like, window. Hey, I, I don't QR know about code... the geocaching thing. I want because I want to incentivize people to still show up and battle each other. I don't want it to be like a little mystery hunt. I want people mm-hmm. to play this stupid game so that they have the incentive to continue building their decks out. Mm-hmm. You need to have a good deck. So that you can beat other people, and the only way to get a better deck is by going out, finding things, and beating people to get the cards. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So, is there a element of because I was it Dual City that was the thing where they were dual, and you like they get to pick a card from your deck, and they could take it from you? Because I think that's how the Egyptian gods worked, and that's how Yu-Gi-Oh got like. Uh, Slifer the Sky Dragon. That sounds wow. fucking incredibly dope if we can s- build a system where you can steal someone's Yu-Gi-Oh card if they beat you. So you and I both meet up. We both want Blue Eyes White Dragon. We battle each other. You lose because I kick mm-hmm. your ass in every video game. Blake, stop stepping to me. <laughs> I want your Dark Magician. B- Bitch hasn't played crazy mini golf with me yet. I'll whoop his ass. <laughs> <laughs> Just you wait. Just you wait, so everybody. I, I I'll beat kick his you. Butt. I take your Dark Magician, and yeah. I get the Blue Eyes White Dragon. Yeah. Okay. That's I like that because it adds like it adds a level of risk. Because if you yes. and I are going for the same card and I lose, it's not like I yeah I missed the card, but it's not like I really lost anything for doing that. I mean, of course, I lost the card I wanted, but I didn't have it to begin with. So what am I really out on? But here's so, here's the other thing, right? Mm-hmm. I, the other catch is, of course, we need to be able to make lots of money off of this. And how do we dual, make money on a digital card game? Easy. Dual the same way every other digital card game makes money. We mm-hmm. do gacha pawn systems. You know what I mean? We do little booster packs. People can buy their cards. However... There will be cards that you can only get if they are generated in the world and you go out and fight your way for them. There will Mm -hmm. be some cards that will be painstakingly rare to show up, right? Like your Dark Magician Girl. Oh, you Mm -hmm. know people are going to cash up money for that. Idiots Mm -hmm. like me will cough up money for a Dark Magician Girl card. So is it a lot like the light, the glimmer system from not glimmer um the silver system from Destiny where it's like hey it it launches as a premium but later on you can get it for like the in-game currency No um, that is it, real money it launches like, like a gotcha it launches like a gotcha card thing okay, like you okay. can't pay maybe we'll maybe we'll go ahead and you know lean into a premium currency that has like 0.5% better odds but, mm-hmm. like, if you want Dark Magician Girl, Dark Magician Girl is going to be in booster packs. But it will be almost impossible to get a Dark Magician Girl out of those booster packs unless Wait you're co- coughing up, like, 2K a month. What? Or, what? Actually, what's you know this? I... Two-mile drive from you. I'm hearing a rumor. Dark Magician Girl's going to show up. So if you show down over there, you can beat some people and take home your own Dark Magician Girl. What if you also had to duel for booster packs? Like, it, like I'm wondering, because here's the thing with, like... Friday Night Magic, what if we kind of stole that system where it's like, hey, everybody, you're going to meet at Union Station in Los Angeles, and it's going to be, it's going to be, it's going to be Thursday Night Yu-Gi-Oh! And everybody shows up, everybody's given a booster pack, you have to duel to keep what you got from your booster pack. So you get a, so you get a, like a digital booster pack, so you get a randomly assigned deck, and you have to successfully win that little tournament to take what you got from your booster pack with you. That way, we're always introducing new cards into the system. There's always a reason to show up. But and those cards are people. all dog shit compared to the ones that you have to hike to. 
<laughs> well, I mean, sure. Like, cause well, I, what I, I, well, I want to make sure that we create a game where somebody it isn't only powerful in this game because they cough up a lot of money and are good at playing the game. I want to create a game where you see somebody show up and they're like, thought, like their calves are just yoked and juiced. And you're like, this guy. <laughs> that guy that this guy guy's got all five pieces of Exodia, right? Like, <laughs> this guy's, there's no way that you have calves like that. And you show up wearing like sh- like baby baby shorts, and your thighs are also just fucking yoked. Just show, just show. I want up the most the, frightening fucking... thing in this game's the whole community to be a somebody in short shorts and juiced legs. Like juiced that is legs. the most frightening thing to see out of a duelist. Somebody Whoa, that's that guy... willing to take those walks. Whoa, does that guy? Does that guy jock? No, he got all Egyptian gods, and he just he had to might he had to hike thirty miles through a desert to get there, and just he's got he's got the green eyes white dragon. Yeah, try what? again. <laughs> no, Try, this one's specialer. This one's specialer. Uh, you could try uh, Red Eyes uh, Black Dragon. That's another popular no. one. He's got the Red Eyes Pink Dragon, also Red specialer, Ooh, because also, he had to hike pretty. up to the top of Mount Hood. Mount Hood? Is that a is that a mount? Is that a, mountain a mountain in Oregon? Oregon. Don't worry, all uh, my Oregonian listeners, we're out here. What's up, Oregonians? Rise up. All right, real quick. Uh, you have to climb Mount Shasta. We do a brand deal with Shasta Soda. Um, at the base of the hill, there's going to be people handing out Shasta with QR codes and you get, on them. And that. That, yeah, you hike up to <laughs> the top of Mount Shasta. You have to battle anybody else that shows up. The winner gets the Shasta Shaman, which is one of the most powerful Yu-Gi-Oh monsters. <laughs> Shasta Shaman. <laughs> Where does all of his magic come from? Well, he slams a Shasta Cola. Uh, burps real good, and then he could just cast infinite magic. He has, I God, it's been so long. He has nine life points. I don't know if that's, a, I don't know. He's, actually, that's not life points. He has nine stars. Yeah, I get it. See, I still know. I still know the Yu-Gi-Oh lingo. Yeah, you still know the lingo. I still know you the and lingo. The other one person that plays Yu-Gi-Oh still know. Fuck it. you! Fuck you! Fuck you! Fuck you! It's available in Target. <laughs> People still play Yu-Gi-Oh. Yu-Gi-Oh's not dead, even though I don't play it. Though I should. It's, Even I, though I just, you don't play it, and I don't I, play it, and none of, of the f- people that I play card games with play it. No, you know what it is? All my friends are fucking Magic the Gathering elitists. All of them. Every single you know one of them is. are like, Magic hey, the Gathering's better. Okay. I'm like, no, you it's not. The, it's you it's just the Magic the Gathering. It's not that we're Magic the Gathering elitists. It's that we're all bad at math, dog. Like, are you <laughs> 26,000 hit points? Fuck you. I got my monster. It's got, but they're always, but they're always fucking. They're always like, it's all fucking divisible by tens. It's not that hard. It's like, oh, it's twenty six hundred minus fourteen hundred. AJ, you got twelve hundred more life points. That's still twenty six minus fourteen, which is difficult compared to six minus three. Yeah, but you also have to keep track. If you could keep track of a hundred cards and how they all synergize to one another, you could do basic addition and subtraction. (laughs) <laughs> don't don't come at me with like doing you like yeah i spend i spend 10 hours every day just mastering my uh my commander deck which is 100 cards that all have to complement one another and build these complex fucking what do they call it machines or like or uh, your conveyor but what's what's the terminology where it's like you have a a, a machine going where it's like you have a land oh, machine when, when or you a have land. like something that you can constantly rely on i've heard that term used engine engine yeah it, it, you don't have terms like that in Yu-Gi-Oh. it's just you're looking at fucking people made no of no 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 beat the you shit out don't of each have other. terms awesome. like that in Yu-Gi-Oh. 
Yeah, because it's simple is what I'm getting at. It's simple and fun. It's about you just have a bunch of monsters beating the crap out of each other. I refuse to believe that a game with numbers that big is simple. Blake that... Rhea, I think it's time for us to pick our nuck. I will. I, I'm i still steamy, but I will pick a nug. I think it's either a Yu-Gi-Oh game or a Jack Black game. I think it's Yu-Gi-Oh. Yu-Gi-Oh? Okay. I'm down with Yu-Gi-Oh. How can we... Okay, so a couple questions with that. What are we calling it? What are the boss fights? And how can we expand upon that? Okay. First things so, first, it's called Yu-Gi-Oh. Because that name is Yu-Gi- too righteous. Yu-Gi-Oh. Okay. Number two, how do we expand it? Easy. We sell motorcycles. We get into the automotive business. This is a game <laughs> that, you know, walking... You you have to walk to your destination, otherwise we won't count it. Unless mm-hmm. you buy one of our uh, motorcycles, in which case driving to a location does count. AJ, what the fuck are you talking no, about? I, I know e-bi- what you're thinking. No, it's, it's, like it's, that rental, no it's rental e-bikes, because those are fucking oh, huge right now. Yes! You have to, you have to get our pers- the same app to get an e-bike... And are we going to do the thing where they have to have the duel on the e-bike, which might even be more, which might be better because you're going to run into a fuck ton of accidents. We will run, we will run an event. There will be a couple cards that show up. You know what I mean? Like, like, of course, Dark Magician Motorcyclist will, of course, Uh be something that you have to duel somebody Uh, on a bike for. Sweet. You know what it is? Is the geotag for Dark Magician Motorcyclist is that geotag is constantly moving. So you need to stay near that geotagged location, but also somebody else will be in there also dueling. So you'll need to stay on your bikes battling somebody so that you can earn it. Real quick question. Real quick question. Do you know that there was a phase of Yu-Gi-Oh where they had to do where they were on motorcycles? Yes, of course I know. Okay, I I didn't. I didn't know if you were pulling that out of your ass and just making stuff. I don't know where you stand with Yu-Gi-Oh. You shit on it half the time. I believe Yu-Gi-Oh five Ds, which of course stood for dual. Disc, deck, drive, and doter cycle. And and you miss drift. You miss drift. Like one of the most oh, obvious drift. Ah, oh, miss- drift is such a good D word. Damn. <laughs> okay, I just I don't know where you stand on Yu-Gi-Oh because I don't know like how much of it you've digested as a person. Because every time I talk to you about Yu-Gi-Oh, you're always like, magic's better. You know, and then and, and, and I'm upset. Hey, I, I, I still grew up with Yu-Gi-Oh. Are you kidding me? I loved yeah, but card it, Hogwarts. It, yeah, but it clearly did. Oh, yeah, Yu-Gi-Oh. Uh, Yu-Gi-Oh. Duel. duel uh, hey, what was the name of that duel. school? Can we start using that to erase uh, Harry Potter from the social zeitgeist? Yu-Gi-Oh. Duel Academy is what I, is, wow. I think. Hey, I what's your called. Duel Academy house? My Duel Academy house? Um, I'd say I'm a... I'd say I'm... Uh, the piece of shit Alita's blues are like pretty fucked up. I don't like those. I'd say I'm like I, I I'm either Slifer because I'm a little bit of a of a rowdy boy, or uh-huh, I'm the tan uh-huh. or or raw the the tan one, which I Were think there is like only a good. Three or did that one get four as well? I believe there is four because there's like an all like I, I think there's another class that wears all white, and I think they're like above obelisk. I think. Um or that could just be the administration wears all white because they're not a part of any house. Man, there was a Yu-Gi-Oh that was just all on motorcycles. Man, fuck, that rules. It's pretty bitchin'. It is pretty fucking cool. I don't know if it's now it's gone to like I I, I for some reason I found myself spending an afternoon just watching video essays on like they what doing sword Yu-Gi-Oh fights looks in like Yu-Gi-Oh now. yet? No, they're doing like transdimensional shit now. Like uh, there's this one thing where How it's like How is that less we, cool than a motorcycle? 
I, it, because it's it's not on a fucking... It doesn't have wheels or motorcycles. It is kind of cool, though. They follow the character, the same characters, but just from different realities. So it's like, we have our two leads. It's this one girl and this one dude. And we just follow the two, the different versions of them in every reality. And, like, it's actually kind of weirdly interpersonal of, like, how in every single one of these realities, they're still, like, in a relationship. And they're still, like, somehow compatible, which is, like, kind of sweet in a way. Um, but whatever, whatever. That's not that's not motorcycles and sweet fucking monsters and taking over each, each other's decks. Um, Let's look at our boss fight to see if we can't generate is, some specialty. Is cards. there a boss? Is this necessarily something that has a boss fight in it? No, no, no. These are these are what we're gonna pull from for some s- super sweet cards. Oh, because I'm seeing, <laughs> um, I'm seeing an octopus with human legs. And I am uncomfortable about that. So what See, that octopus leads to, with human legs. That's a good card right there. I, you can slap I'm, that onto a deck. Is there a way that you could... Because uh, every... You know, like, one of the things about booster packs is there's always those common cards that just somehow appear in every fucking booster pack that you just hate seeing. Yeah, our and trash what, cards, of course. Yeah, of our trash course card. I know about what trash if, cards, Blake. I play trading card games. Are you proposing so that octopus if, human legs is a trash card? If it's a trash card, but because it makes you uncomfortable, it's just always there. And it's always like, it's like when you first log into Facebook and your first friend's always that the, the, the guy who runs Facebook or whatever. It's just like uh-huh. every booster, every booster pack has this one creepy as fuck card in it for some yeah, reason. This is, this is Yugi Go's mascot. <laughs> I mean, he's got it's got yoked legs, AJ. What's more yeah, yoked than eight legs? <laughs> this image of this yoked octopus, and we'll go ahead and share this on Twitter so that everybody can see it. It's got yoked legs. It's got eight of them. Might I propose the name Goktopus? Yoktopus? No, not Yoktopus. Goktopus. Goktopus? Yeah, as in go hyphen topus. I like yoked to puss because it's yoked. It's a yoked octopus. I don't Alternatively, know. Alternatively, octo puss. Octogo? Octogo? Octogo puss. Octogo puss. I don't. I think we're thinking too much about the naming here. It's a fucking octopus with legs. It's it an octopus with a billion legs. It's our new mascot. I love yeah. it. You love it. We all love it. I hate it. I think I hate it. I hate it a lot. All right, AJ, you got a card? Uh, yeah, I got a card here. This card's Gumby. This comes from... Oh, wait, no. I don't want to use McBuzzer again. Man, McBuzzer, you really are everywhere I look around here. I appreciate the love and support. Oh, by the way, that Octopus with Legs was from Gazzer on our Patreon Discord. Now, Connor Rain submitted a card that is, I believe, the little uh, Dante Devil May Cry looking dude from the new Resi 8 Village game, as well as uh, <laughs> Lady Demascrata. From Resi 8 Village, and they're wearing, just like they're together, the two of them together, maybe as one card. I love the idea of us being able to set up uh, collab events, right? Collab events are, of course, important for all things, really. Magic the Gathering has these wild crossovers where, like, Godzilla's involved, and they had, like, a My Little Pony crossover for a little bit. And I think it's about time for Yu-Gi-Go to get into the crossover event. So we'll call up Capcom, and we'll say, hey... Where do you want to put the Lady Dramascatow card? And they'll hit us up and give us the geolocation, and people can duel their way to the big giant woman. If we made Lady Dramascatow as an NFT, do you think a lot of people would pay a lot of money for that? Yes. 
Like it's it's specifically the one where she the one that gets memed a lot is the is now, her on the you phone. Keep on, we keep on throwing throwing around the word NFT. This is just to identify the fact that like these cards are limited, right? Like they exist. In no, the these are world, no, these are, are AJ. Like, these are these are legit NFTs because if we're gonna make a game that is like about fucking get it, cheating people out of their time and money, it's got to be NFT driven. Okay, which is Here, about give you cheating much, people then. out of their they, time and money. They are NFTs. We the owners of Yu Gi Go do own each one of these NFTs still. Just because somebody fights their way through the tournament and they get the card, we're not going to sell them the NFT. They have to buy it from us. And then they can resell it. Uh, Well, AJ, here's like, the thing. This is what we do a, here. You can't it's just start a fucking squeamish it's about just, our evil a, now. No, no, no. I'm not getting squeamish about our evil now. It's like, it's just... we Literally, we could just give somebody a JPEG and tell them it's an NFT. Like that's uh, that's how simple NFTs are. That's not true, and you know it. Well, unless you look at the blockchain, you wouldn't know. And that oh, so you're oh, so you want to do false advertising? We well, tell no, them it's I'm... an NFT, and we have the NFT in our back pocket <laughs> with the blockchain. That's genius. <laughs> NFT and th- we say check it out, Lady Dramescato NFT, and it has and if they check the fine print, NFT stands for not fucking tradable. We, but the actual <laughs> NFT we still own. There is like an <laughs> AJ, you're a fucking madman genius. No, we do there we do market it as NFTs, Yu-Gi-Oh re- NFT, <laughs> capital <laughs> N, capital F, capital T, whatever the stupid term is. But that's not what people get. We put it in quotes, so it's, like, slightly suspicious. It doesn't even need to be in quotes. quotes. (laughs) Like, people can click the, like, see more, like, somewhere else on the app. And they'll be like, hey, wait a minute. But they'll never know. They'll all think that they're getting NFTs. They're all going to invest with us. It's going to be incredible. Oh, fuck. All right. Okay. Welcome All right. to Yu-Gi-Go. We're doing That's crossover events. There's bike incidences that you can get into. You can hike your way to all the good cards, or you can. but when you do, you still have to battle for them. We'll do all sorts of, like, events. When you do finally earn a card, you get an NFT, which is a non-fucking tradable, which is, um, if you want, you know, on auction, we will also be auctioning off all of the actual NFTs so you can get Dark Magician Motorcyclist. And I think that's a game, bud. Dude, that's a game. Hell yeah, Yugi Go. Are we ready for patch notes? I'm ready to go to patch notes. Hey, everybody, and welcome to Patch Notes. We just want to do a quick reminder that merch is here. If you want to grab a shirt, maybe two, grab a couple stickers. They got some hats. We got a whole bunch of shit. Rep your favorite capitalist hell brand video game company um, while also doing some good for the real world. And of course, yeah, exactly. Like Blake said, all of the money for the first month of this is going to be donated towards Able Gamers Charity, which is a super cool charity that we both support. Uh, we've seen plenty of other people throw little events for them, and we wanted to go ahead and kick up to that group as well. Yep. You can find all those links in the comments, uh, the link to the merch store, the link to Able Gamers Charity. If you want a little bit more info before you commit to something like that, totally fine. But thank you guys again for sticking with us for 100 episodes. And thank you all so much for supporting us like this so that we can even open up this shop. That means yeah. so much to us. Yeah, serious. Special thank you to all of our patrons. Uh, Aiden, Andrew, Counterpoint, Connor Rain, Crowlock is Dev, Dr. Katz, Gazzer, Hatchets. I'm just reading down the list. Yeah, yeah, Turtle yeah. Lover, Zendrica, when you want all of you. Tag in. All, all, uh, Turtle you Lover, 2344, to... Zendrica, Alley Cat, Archangel, Gabe82, B10, Babu, Beaches, Brooke, Caleb, read this. 
Deku Scrub, Elise Ancient Memes, dot, 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 Philip, Fish, Hexavexagon, Joe, Joe for laughing at Dickie. We got, okay. here, Mr. Wright, N64 fan, Obliviosa, Patrick Skelly, Quinn, Raphael, Mexican Spectrum, Spiritual Suck? Why are they on our Discord? I don't know. Uh, the Lad, Waluigi, Yaki, thank you all for being on our Patreon and giving us this opportunity to do some sweet freaking merch. Expect some more. We're going to try and do some regularly and hopefully do some more charity things using the merch. So thank you all for listening. Uh, AJ, give us our sweet sign out, brother. Yeah, absolutely. As always, our intro and outro is Cheap Shop by Anna Monaguchi, an excellent song from an excellent band for an excellent game. I've been your host, AJ Hart. And I have been your other host, Blake Rea. This has been Spiritual Successor, and these are cool games that should not be made. Happy 100, everybody. Thank you for chilling out with us. Thank you very much. Bye.